deep dive. How are you, Mr. Smith? Good treat, mate. How are you doing? Well, it might be the last dive. It certainly is for a little while. Uh, we will be back remotely, but we are sitting here for how many hours till we, we can't sit here? Yes, yeah, so in our uh, AFL deep dive slash beyond the game TV uh, hub. Hub. hub um, yeah. We're stuck in the hub, uh, but we've got to get out of the hub because we've got to go back home at about midnight tomorrow night. So we're recording this on the 7th of July. Um, we are in Victoria, so we're heading into lockdown again um, and for six weeks this time, which is which is great. So uh, there's going to be some pretty weird uh, chats over Zoom, I can imagine, over the next few weeks. Um, a fair bit to recap, to say the least. Um, we knew about the side bottom stuff, but like we hadn't really kind of gone over the, the punishment because that hadn't been handed down yet. Um, all the Dugowie stuff's happened, obviously heaps and heaps of injuries. Uh, yeah, so quite, quite a bit on the boil. We'll go through the games from well. round five. Obviously, that's the, the main thing. And then we'll, we'll look ahead at the games that should take place, given they're now all outside of Victoria. Yeah, everything should be normal in AFL land, except um, the, the home of AFL uh, being Victoria. Just, uh, yeah, who knows what's going on <laughs> Did here? you ever think that we would see a situation where there are no teams in Victoria? I mean, it's it... it I know everyone keeps saying unprecedented and, and oh, you know, is that unparalleled the and all this so stuff. so over that word right now. Yeah. Everything's Pivot, unprecedented. Pivot's it's the one pivot. I hate. Uh, anything yeah. started. Agile's yeah. is Get bad too. Yeah. Port. Um, <laughs> so Look, I, it was that far. It, yeah. was, it was incomprehensible. You just never thought it would ever happen. So even at the start of the year, I thought there'd be no AFL play period more than um, – the home of football, not having any games yeah. played at all. So, yeah, well, look, look, I mean, we can't go and watch them anyway, so it doesn't affect me personally. No. Um, game of football is a game of football on television as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And in these states, we'll actually see some crowds, live crowds, not cut, paper oh. cutouts. So no more Eddie cutouts. What, how anyone's annoyed that, like, it's left the state? In Victoria, how any Melbournians are annoyed about that or Victorians are annoyed about that, I can't understand. We, no. we couldn't have gone to the football anyway, and watching games now with the crowd has been, like, so much better than watching it with the fake crowd. The fake crowd's so bad. I, I, I hope to never hear that again. Um, yeah. But it, it's amazing how much things have turned, and it's, um, yeah, it's pretty concerning how bad things have gotten here because we had another, what, 100 and... 90 cases, whatever it was today, heaps. So it's not not ideal, but you know, we're, we, 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 you know, a month ago there was talk of you know the AFL thinking that Victoria would have crowds again, and you know we were hoping to get maybe 5,000 at the G or whatever. Like we're so so far away from that now. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be best case scenario, really October at best for some finals, which I think is a bit of a distant and look to, now. And to be honest, a lot of the Victorian sides have. Had it easy yeah. in a lot of regards. So to, they'll get a better understanding of what it's like to be an interstate club that has to travel every two weeks um, and have a better appreciation for uh, teams like West Coast having won a flag very recently yeah. um, and uh, Sydney being able to play finals year in, year out and constant travel. Like, yes, they're not travelling, but they're away from their comfort zone for a number, number of weeks now. And I think... Um, for the long term of the game, I think it's going to be a, a blessing in disguise because these players will just go, you know what? First of all, they'll realise how lucky they've, they've got it. They, yeah. they can actually still work now. Uh, a lot of people, especially now that Victoria is completely closed off to the rest of the country, 
are going to be extremely affected, especially as the news pointed out yesterday, all the border towns along the New South Vic border in particular, um, Albury with Donga, yeah. Mildura, where so much, not just work, but childcare, hospitals, all the essential services are either side of the, the Murray. Yeah. So, yeah, look, um, I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of excited now. Yeah. And then no, there's we know what's <coughs> happening for the next month of football. So there's no ifs and buts. No, and there'll be crowds, which is it makes the game so much more watchable. Yeah. I was getting so sick of it. It it really became awkward. I think. I yeah. And, the play, I, and we've seen like the, it's the, much better. The games, generally speaking, that have been played outside of Victoria, especially in the last week, yeah. have been better. Games of football because I think the last respond, couple of rounds have been a bit better, yeah. Yeah, because they respond to the crowd and um, the atmosphere and all that type of stuff. That's what they're used to. Well, that's it. Um, so yeah, we'll go through all lots of uh, lots of bits and pieces, and mm. then we'll preview the bit to talk about the upcoming round. It's just a little bit. Um, massive thanks to our sponsors at Hopster Home. Hopster Home is a craft beer delivery service. You can use the promo code AFL Deep Dive 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 yeah. with a V yeah. um, to get twenty five dollars off your uh, first pack. So which all is a very of you good deal. Victorian viewers, obviously, after uh, midnight it's tomorrow, it's going to be one of the uh, greatest inventions ever known to man. Forget about Drive July beer. Yeah, yeah. Throw that in the bin. Um, get on the cans, as uh, Dan Andrews would say, um, and get them delivered to your door um, from Hops to Home. Exactly. Don't don't touch anything. It just comes straight to the door. door. Yeah. Uh, check out Beyond the Game TV as well, which obviously this partnership will continue. Um, we're going to be doing stuff um, via Zoom as best as we can. Obviously, that was a little bit of a challenge in the last ISO, but we did it. So I assume we just, it should be too hard to just keep it. doing it. Back on the horse. Um, and then we will see you in this format again in six weeks' time. So back end of August, nearly at finals at that point. So it's going to be it's pretty well, yeah. End of season review. So it's doing this again <laughs> at best. <laughs> um, so last round, so Thursday we had the Blues versus the Saints. Can I just say, and I, you and I have banged on it a fair bit. How good yeah. is it having Thursday night every week? Well, I, 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 I what did I call them? I can't. I, I had a pretty big long round yeah. at the start of the year. But it's good. Well, it's fo- and well, it's there's going to be well, there'll be a Monday night game, not this round coming, but the following, yeah. yeah which I, I don't mind either. But I think su- Sunday night's been yeah, exactly. We're all stuck at stuck at home. I think Sunday night's been really good. And I've really just... enjoyed Sunday night, like a proper Sunday night game mm. at six six ten. That was that ridiculous late one. I didn't like at eight thirty. That was absurd. But the the six yeah. six ten starts really nice. The six, even the six forty five is not too bad. Well, I've been making dinner like during halftime, and because the halftime breaks like four hours at the moment, I actually it's enough oh, time to go and make dinner. So go for a run, yeah. cook dinner, do everything. You got plenty yeah. of time. Um, I don't like the break, but yeah, it is it is it is good. Th- thank thankfully Thursday. Um, so we saw Blues Saints. Um, it pretty much went exactly as we said it would. Um, the Saints uh, would would have far and away more pace, and the Blues don't have the defensive capabilities to to deal with that. And it worked. It, they used the corridor a lot better. Yep, pace a lot better. And obviously, the coaching staff at Carlton did their their research and realised that everything that Carlton did went through two players. Yeah, Doherty and Cripps, and they shut them two out of the game. And that was very hard for the rest of the Carlton side to manage without those two, super, in my opinion, superstars. I think Doherty, uh, well, he was probably one of the top, player, top five, yeah. top six backmen before the last two years with yeah. injury. And obviously Cripps is uh, going to be um, probably the best one of the best players in the competition in the years to come. And they effectively um, shut them to out. Had that, neither of them had an influence and therefore the rest of... The Blues team didn't yeah. really know 
They looked looked out. I saw it. So they were competitive, and it was a watchable game. Uh, yeah, it was okay. But yeah. look, the Saints, if they were pushed, would have just gone into another gear. Um, you could see that they they were, they were comfortable with the leads that they they got, and that's the better side. They really so, are. Yeah, I mean, fifty-five to seventy-three. It, I think it. Yeah, this this round, I think, started to really tell the tale of a little bit of where we're at. I did feel that watching through the round. I think we started to figure out who the legitimate challengers are. I know you could say, "Oh, well, Port lost; that they're a challenger." It's like, yeah, but I, I think we did. There was a few. There was a few teams. Yeah, exactly. I, I felt I, I tipped Brisbane. I thought mm. Brisbane would win by two or three goals. I did a little bit closer than what it was, but I felt like we found out about a few more teams. Yeah, um, Saints are a good side. They're going to be pushing for finals. I don't think they'll quite make it, but they're going to get close. Um, King versus Weidering, I thought was was really good to watch. What did you think of that matchup? Yeah, great. Um, obviously, uh, King or both of them came in very highly touted, very early uh, draft picks. Yeah, uh, I think Wetherings two years into the AFL two, system yeah. Yeah. longer. Uh, obviously, and most most AFL players will say that rucks and then key defenders take a little bit longer to adjust to the the riggers. Uh, key forwards, especially agile ones, um, can make a impact a little bit earlier. Yeah, but look. I mean, are we are we looking at a, a, a Kerry Jakovic type scenario in the years to come with those two? Potentially, I don't want to put um, no. that moniker on either of them or that pressure on either of them, but it was a great duel. Yeah. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Um, the other thing too with St Kilda's um, form at the moment is they've got that Richmond-style wall of defence oh, that's working in terms of the Richmond player. Yeah, well, that 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 Dan literally Butler. is working so good. Yeah, well, that's true. I didn't put that. Yeah, you're right. Well, that literally works exactly the, the, from mm. offensively, but defensively they're also they uh, really attributing. Well, well they're very. It's very similar to that style. Yeah, uh, which is not. I'm not saying it's a brand new style, but it, it's a, in no. terms of what we've seen from Richmond in the past, you know, three years, it's very similar. And obviously, and it works. And obviously, uh, um, I made to spend a few years with Clarko yeah. and similar setup. It's just being able to. Adjust lightning speed from offense to defense, and and giving the, your opposition no chance yeah. to to move forward with any type of pace. Uh, it's very hard to do, very yeah. taxing on the team. So it'll be interesting to see how or if St Kilda can continue this yeah. right through the season. Uh, I think they've got enough experienced players to hold it together. But I'm like you, I think they're going to be thereabouts. But even if they get to finals. And they play finals. Well, who knows? This year, this could be, like, yeah. Could be crazy. Absolutely. And they've obviously but, got yeah. Zach Jones, Paddy Ryder, and a couple other players um, yeah. not being able to get into that side. Lost Hanbury again. I don't think it's going to matter anymore. Very expensive it's not player ideal. to lose. It's, it's a lot of coin in the hole, but I agree. Yeah. But it doesn't matter if you win flags, does it? No. Um, yeah, I mean, it's funny. Like, the Saints are clearly, you know, figuring out now how this team works and they're all trying to figure out all the, I guess, the balances of it and part of that's Hanabry as well and that's going to be interesting. But even like Brad Hill, I think he kind of overplayed a little bit and by that I mean like his, you know, his pace was there but he wasn't really that effective, which was strange. Like his running patterns were a bit strange, like it never really quite... I think he's I don't a, think he had a huge impact on the game, which, well, is, which is weird because before the game I'd be like, oh, he's going to cut them up through the middle. He, I was almost, it was very. He like, almost kind of worked as a decoy because he did pull defenders away. But at the same time, I don't think that was his instructions. I think but, he's. It was just. It's fine. He's been playing with them for five minutes. I mean, he's going to learn how to. And they've done almost no contact he, training. He needs to pull. He's obviously played at Hawthorne during the glory years, yeah. and then had some great midfield support at Fremantle. I think he's adjusting to 
being the best midfielder in that team, yeah. and he's a run. He's definitely faster than everyone. Oh, he, he was um, out running everyone. But I think he's yeah, like you said, his running patterns are need to be adjusted to cope with this style playing play. with yeah. and, and also playing with players that aren't quite up to his level. He's he. I mean. He was out of position for switches a couple of times, and that's not and that's not a massive criticism no, against him. But he's coming, learning how their system coming works. coming from playing with Walters, Mundy, yeah. Fife, um, and before that Hodge, Lewis, yeah. these elite midfielders that are seasoned. He he was third, fourth, fifth best player in those teams, yeah. and now he's. The one that he's the one who's going. So if he, he yeah, gets, okay. So what you're saying is more in a, a oh, he's than he's B ahead. Position. He's running ahead <coughs> of his teammates, yeah. and that's why he looked out of position. And that's what I meant by overrunning. Overrunning, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. I'm, I totally agree with you. And and look, it's going to work for them if this uh, nucleus uh, can hang around together because they're going to say, say, oh, yeah, that's where we. That's the level we need to get to. We need to get to a Brad Hill level. We might not be as yeah, fast, yeah. but we need to be able to. Get into position just as quick and 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 have that overlap run, uh, and then they will be scary. I thought also defensively the foot. Just going back for two seconds as well. I thought defensively the forwards were really good as well. Like I think in the past they probably wouldn't have done as much as they did. I think they're obviously being very well coached, which we've said um, this year with Ratton, but um, providing some really good pressure in the yep. forward line as well, causing turnovers. Um, yeah, I thought that was really impressive. The other one too, I, that one takeaway I thought definitely out of the game that I wananted to mention. We didn't talk as much about the Saints the last couple of weeks, so I thought we spent a bit more time this week. Was um, I thought Rowan Marshall has really improved, um, re- really impressive player. Um, uh, he's obviously going to take time, but I think he's an underrated ruck, and I thought he was really good throughout the night. Uh, I, I, yeah, you know, I thought he was. Pitney is, is is a good player, and he's going to be okay. Well, not okay. I think he could be a good player, but. Um, yeah, he, he was much better, I thought. I thought he had more impact on the game, definitely. Yeah. Um, but, you know, look, can we go Carlton? I mean, like, Carlton like was very, very predictable. It basically went to the script this game. I mean, Carlton... Even Casbolt uh, went back to his good old days. Yeah, he was okay. But I think, well, going speaking of that, he kicked, in terms of out on the old mate out in the fall, I mean, it, like I was just going to say, they kicked themselves out of the game again. Yeah. Um, and the other thing, too, is, like, well, we'll talk about you know, players that haven't really kind of gotten to fruition. I mean, what, where is McGovern at? Because, again, he was missing in every respect. He had no impact on this game. Like, his gap between his best and his worst is absolutely crazy. Horrendous. It is an enormous cavern. Like, yep. I, I can't I couldn't agree underestimate. More. To put it this I, way, so I don't I, even yeah. think he was playing. Well, you could be forgiven for that, particularly with the way they shoot football at the moment. It's awful, particularly Channel 7, who shoot tight shots constantly and they're trying to avoid showing the stands. It's like, we know there's no crowd. Like, yeah, we don't we're care. stuck in our houses. Like, it's not like it's a mystery and there's a crowd there. Like, do you need to do this hardcore closer? Anyway, it's really annoying. Fox shoot the games a little bit better, but it's still annoying. And it's, it is really hard. I mean, you sit there, especially if you can't see the play. A little bit pa- you, exactly. So you get frustrated with some a player's decision whether the goes out of shot. You sit there going, oh, and then you finally sit there. Oh, Where's that's right. He's kicking to someone on the lead. You oh. can't see that person on the oh. lead. Yeah, got it. You just think it's the worst decision just, in the world. Just pan it back. All the camera back. people out there, please. Literally, just have one big camera. Tell the producer to get stuffed. I can't see it. No. Yeah, anyway. uh, That's just a little snippet. Um, sorry, yeah, oh, look, Carlton, uh, again, unfortunately a developing side still. Um, they shouldn't be, but they are, and it's going to take a little bit longer, obviously, a new coach and a couple of new players there. Uh, and this is hard can, to and they judge. Cannot, yeah, and you can't rely on Eddie Betts to win games off no. his foot. You've got to get the ball to him to begin with. 
Um, and even then, he's 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 been playing for quite a while. And obviously, as, as I mentioned at the start, um, the the next tier of players really need to step up week in week out and, yeah. and, and support um, the senior, well, Cripps and, and Doherty in, in, in large regards. Uh, Murphy's not the player he once was, and you could say like he tried to take on a lot more of the responsibility, but a little bit slower than he used to be. And yeah. But, he, I mean, look, he tried hard. That's the thing you're going to get with Murph um, week in, week out, as long as he's fit yeah. um, and, and on the field. He'll give um, 110. We know that. And, yeah, look, I don't know whether a couple of wins and the sale went out of their flag pretty early. I don't, I don't know. It's Carlton, again, just unpredictable. Um, well, they are predictable in, in this respect. But I know what you mean. They won yeah. the last two games, um, which we didn't they would win. Um, a couple of other little things. I thought Steele was really good on Cripps. I thought that worked. Um, that was really impressive. Um, but, yeah, look, I, there's probably not too much more we can take out of this game. That long mark was really good. Um, yeah, Billings I, was I really think, good. Yeah, I think Charlie Cameron's mark is better. Oh, yeah, Charlie Cameron. That's the best mark of the year, I think. Everyone's like, every, every mark this round, mark of the year, every single time. It's like, it's calm, pretty, calm it's down. Pretty, it's a pretty sad state of affairs. Just desperate for highlights. It's like, please, like, just... Yeah. Mm. Um, what did you think of Geary up forward? I actually thought that was it was hilarious because he's been a backman his whole life, and Selwood was was giving him shit on Twitter because they're they're that was good the most, mates. Yeah, I was going to say that was, was like mo- he's been out of position his whole career. That was the most fascinating thing for me was knowing that they were really good mates. Yeah, yeah they are. And, yeah, and yeah. I forgot how long Gearing had been in AFL system. Ages. Ages. Ages um, yeah. yeah. Look, he he was on track for six goals straight at one stage. Um, yeah. Obviously, uh, didn't come to fruition. Look, why not? Roll the dice, see see what can happen. Um, sometimes it works for teams, sometimes it doesn't. We'll talk about North Melbourne later. Mm. Um, mm. We'll keep keep moving. keep moving. Collingwood, Essendon, forty eight to sixty three. Bombrays um, winning. So after a, obviously a complete week from hell, they had assault charges come up um, against. Hang on, which team? Or oh, both teams? Well, it's gone from one to the well, other. Essendon, well, at least Essendon's wasn't their fault. Like they yeah. had to be fair to them, they had followed the procedures this time around. And things, things looked a little bit better this time around. No, <laughs> come on, you must come on, Essendon fans. You've got to take a little. That's a little, yeah, bit a little funny. Bit, come yeah, on. Absolutely. Um, dank. Uh, no, no. <laughs> but no, but Collingwood specifically. Oh. So they had obviously a player. So um, steel side bottom um, naughty, naughty. was found na- half naked, three quarters naked, however you want to uh, measure it. Some code um, coming on, out of his nose. Near us, actually, on the streets of Williamstown. Um, well, he, he had Daniel Wells' daughter's jacket as clothing. So that's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Well, I think he was he snuck out of the house and was smashed and didn't know what was going on. Then the police oh. found him and took him home. And then the funny thing is, then Collingwood put out their statement and hadn't mentioned that he'd been driven home by police. And it's like, do you reckon in Melbourne, like a cop would tell someone who would tell someone who would tell a journo that the vice captain of Collingwood was found naked on the streets? I think that's exactly what would happen. Yeah. I think. I think to be honest, people are so starved for news now. I think we find out about a second's. I heard someone say, oh, if it was a North Melbourne, I was on the radio the other day, they were like, oh, if it was a North Melbourne player, you probably wouldn't have heard much. It's like, no, nah, no, nah, people no, are that staff for news. news. That staff for news, Robin Nahas, it, you know, in, in, in the in be, the waffle it'd somewhere. It would be on the sports section of NBC in the US. No, nah, but you know what you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, but absolutely. Anyway, so they had this ridiculous side-bottom scenario, um, side-bottom scenario. Um, actually, it was funny watching, just going back very quickly, mm. on your sports center thing, on, on the American, uh, it was an American show, they were talking about the steel side bottom scenario and they were like, I'd never put this together, but they were like, this guy has a porn star name. And I was like, that's exactly it. It's always been oh, such a weird a- name. And I was always like, 
Steel Sidebottom, such a strange name. But then this, the way he phrased it and put it together, I was like, that's amazingly Steel funny. Steel Sidebottom. It is, isn't it? Possibly. Yeah. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> um, so Especially now that he's been found naked. Yeah, exactly. Well, it sounds very porno, doesn't it? Um, but anyway, uh, so look, obviously crazy week. and then they can, crazy. They, so they control the first quarter. They're playing really, really well. Look like they're going to win by about 1,000 points. I, I was getting really tired because it was such a boring game in the first quarter. It was like they're, they're murdering them. 47 to 9 touches at one stage, oh. 18 points to zip. It looked over. Over. It looked absolutely finished. I was like, well, that's and it. And as we were all going to sleep on the couch, so oh. did Collingwood. And then it just completely turned. It was so strange. It just all all down to execution. All of a sudden, Collingwood couldn't execute, and they could. And then the pressure lifted from Essendon, and they smelt blood, and it worked. Yeah, Grundy was shook. Like the players looked shocked at what was going was really on, and they couldn't they couldn't deal with it. It was really interesting. I, I was meant to write his name down, but the young uh, Essendon ruck had obviously oh, he'd done his research too, or someone had told him what to do. And it's like get your body on Grundy. Yeah, you know, Ruck, just make sure body contact, body contact, nullify his influence on Phillips. the game. Yeah, I, I wrote that down. Fantastic. Too, yeah. Really, really um, intelligent. Obviously, he's been in the system for a little while. I think he's originally he was, was at GWS yeah. and couldn't crack it there and obviously got the build for, for a Ruckman now and, and the physicality. He was really good. Yeah, um, yeah Dylan Shiel, uh brilliant. Uh, yeah. He's still got one chink in his armour and I've said it multiple times. If he can become more efficient by foot, then he goes to the next level. He still is yeah. a fifty percent efficiency disposal player. So while he gets high twenties and low thirty disposal, it doesn't always hit a target. So yeah, not not disregarding how influential he was in the game, but I would say Andy McGrath right now in any condition is the best player in picking up the ball off the ground with one hand. He is clean, clean, clean. I didn't see him go off step. He was just picking that ball up like he had glue on his hand. Yeah. Um, and he's very efficient with ball in hand as well. Like he's he's elite. He'll be the next captain of Essendon, I reckon, Andy McGrath. Wow. Okay. Yeah, <clears throat> if not sooner rather than later. Oh, Matt Ham was really good as well. Um, yep. I mean, Essendon, like, it just worked. It was so strange. Saad found his spring again. Off half yeah, back. that's true. Side was quite. Stringer cool, obviously he? was at his best. Unfortunately, he's not going to be seen for a little while. No, syndesmosis. So mm. they had obviously. This is and injuries are up in the AFL, and that's something we probably can discuss as well. I mean, that's it's not looking great. Obviously, especially that particular injury that it seems to be the well, two, footballer's two at, injury. Two at Richmond as well. Yeah, so it's it not was four or five across the AFL. It's for quite the a season. few. Yeah. Oh, for for the uh, for the week or yeah. something like that. So that's that's um, yeah, pretty. Uh, Detrimental to the uh, to the game and needs to be uh, looked at. Well, I don't know. Whether, I, I I still think it comes down to the hardness of the the grounds that they play in these days. But that's my opinion. It's not worth much. I think part of it is also that they. I agree, but I think part of it as well is that they've had such a weird scenario into the season this year. There was always going to be more injuries, and now players are starting to blow up. So it'll be interesting to see in a week or two. Because it'll be interesting to see if it continues. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, or would, um, sorry, when I say the surface, so you got running, you got running shoes or sneakers, which have got cushioning and padding, and they would have spent a lot more time um, during the break in those than your footy boots, which you've literally got nothing between yeah. your foot and the, and the ground. So yeah, absolutely, um, that makes a lot of sense. So. Um, yeah, so we're speaking a lot about SNN. I mean, it, it is hard not to talk about 
Collingwood because of the week they had and what happened. I thought Trelaw was really good um, in the return, but the other the other two, so Varco and Cox, wow. Like Cox, well, Cox played the week Cox before. Cox two touches. Oh, sorry, he played the week before. And um, again, takes him three, three um, terms that's or three true. quarters before he knows well, who was how the, Who was the other in then? Um, it was someone in the back. It doesn't line. matter now anyway. Look. It was another what, good player. Varco, what do you think of Varco then? That that um, Sharonberg. Ah, oh, Sharonberg. And he was, was okay. okay. He was okay. That's yeah. true. Uh, yeah, look, Varco's, but he just doesn't. He just doesn't not get enough of a good run uh, without getting injured, and he yeah. just looked out of sorts in this game. Um, yeah, Trelaw, look, obviously he's he he's a very great. special player when it comes to being able to get his body back and not having played a lot of football to play really good football again. He did it after his two hammies. Yeah. Yeah, but the rest of them, yeah, Cox. I mean, is again, it over? Is the experiment over? I mean, they've they've pushed this really to the brink. I mean, surely at some point, I don't want to call for anyone's career, but at some point, I mean, it, this has been going can, for a while. I'm sorry if if, if he can't arms, get his hand on the ball. If your arms are that like that's the opposition's hands there, that's as close as oh, they can get to your is, hand, yeah, yeah. and you can't take it a bounces mark out yet. of his hands. He's, he's going out like this yeah. all the time. All he has to do is that. And they'll stick. They must be training him with that, though. I mean, I like he's I, yeah. I don't, I, I don't know. His confidence I mean, seems shot. Yeah, look, it's weird. I'm always, I've been bitten too many times by calling out coaches and their and their strategies, and whether Buckley's just slowly building Cox into the season, yeah, getting him used to playing the rigors of AFL because obviously he went from last season and then had a big gap before season proper. For this, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a tough one. It's, uh, I guess, it's like um, uh, Jack Steele at uh, the Cats. Yeah. I mean, he's obviously not fit enough really to be playing, but he's not going to get there if you don't play him either because exactly, there's yeah. no reserve. So, look, it's not working at the moment. But having said that, the Pies have only just lost that game. They've no, been no, but good. Cox has been out of form for a yeah, long I know, time but now, maybe but, he's yeah. just one of those people that you have to just bear with, and hopefully, he, he, well, they bear he, with, once a month a month yeah. he kicks five goals and takes ten marks. But I think the problem is they've bared with that for quite a while, and yeah. he doesn't look even close to that at the moment. I think that's the problem; I don't think he doesn't gonna, even look. Yeah, unfortunately, with injuries, well, what do you do? That's what I was thinking this week. Is you know, Collingwood Twitter was very negative towards him and his selection, but at the same time. I don't know what the other option is at the yeah, moment. At the moment, yeah. Exactly. Um, so that's that game. Uh, look, amazing from Essendon. I, I think, obviously, Flying everybody... Ra- radar, Essendon. Well, and everyone, that. That's exactly it. And you made the point earlier, before we started as well, you, everyone keeps forgetting, I thought this too, they've still got a game to play. Mm. Everyone keeps looking at the ladder going, oh, well, they're not that good. Like, and they just... Like, yeah, but they, 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 they just got Melbourne lost, to play, and they'll probably belt them. And they just lost to Carlton in a fluke. Goal, school, uh, oh, yeah. goal. They should be four and zip. Yeah. Well, they, and, and well, yeah. So, anyway. um, Eagles find their mojo against the Sydney Swans, seventy-seven to forty-three. Yeah, um, we predicted this last week. We thought I tip finally, Eagles, yeah. finally they'll they'll they get have up to and start about. winning. Yeah, and Sydney, while they've been competitive, just they're, they're two or three quality players shy of being competitive week in week out, from my opinion. Too much is left up to too few, and they're not big body plays. They're, they're small, small forwards. Yeah, in Papley and Heaney. And look, I thought the Swans were better at attacking than they were the previous week, but 
I don't know. I, I, yeah, the Eagles have got too much strength across the ground. I don't think there was too many players that were, you know, really impressive for the Eagles. But at the same time, they've just got so much depth. They yeah. just lifted that 5%, 10%, um, and it worked. And it's been, look, really interesting from Adam Simpson as well. Like, he's admitted that it hasn't gone that well in the hub so far. He's not shied away from that. You know, he wielded the axe last week, and then this week, um, you know, he admitted that he took them through pretty hardcore um, training. So, um, yeah, look, I, it's, it's a bit of a shame uh, about Chewy, um, obviously having the injury, but that's probably the only negative to come out of this Yeah, game. absolutely. Um, it was funny. Uh, I was out running with some mates over the weekend. Um, both of them are pretty big footy fans themselves, and they were just talking about footy in general and happened to ask me who, who I thought were the most, if, who were the most important players for, for West Coast. And for me, it's always been Gaff. Uh, and, and it showed yeah. on the week, Gaff, and uh, and then Yo. Know, that those two, the the game plan is set around those two being able to outrun any of the opponents and and run back and like be um, so hard, yeah, uh, and get so much of the pill as well. So and obviously they were the two two most influential. Over the weekend for mine, uh, I thought Natanui was back to near his best as well right. uh, with his tap. He, yeah. he just once he knows where <clears throat> his mids uh, running patterns are, he's almost unstoppable with, yeah. when it comes to that tap. He's just him and Goldstein in most recent times are the two um, rucks that I like watching work with their mids because they just know where to place that ball, silver service to their, their mids. And in Nat, yeah. Natanui showed that he's almost back to his, his, his prime. Yeah, he, Nat, Nick Nat versus Aaliyah, that was one of the things I wrote down I thought was quite good to watch mm. um, as a battle. I thought Nick Nat was really good, but it was a really good ruck battle um, to watch. It was, yeah, it was a good game. Nothing really massive to take away out of this game. Um, Went to script, as they would I say. I think so. I mean, I, I, well, we tipped we tipped eight for the round. So, yeah, I don't think it was – it did really kind of, I think, go – Really, to um, mm. to plan. That was, I mean, it was it was due the West Coast were finally they were going to get a win before they headed home, and this was obviously the, the team that they were going to do it uh, more likely against. And yeah, not, well, they just don't have the structure or the depth at the moment. Sydney. No, exactly right. Um, and then this kind of went to plan, not not probably this far, but Geelong um, Gold Coast eighty nine to fifty two. Obviously, the worst. We'll talk about rail in a second, but. Um, this kind of went to plan because we thought you know Geelong would win probably by about ten to twenty points yeah. maybe a bit closer. I but mean, they were down two rotations by the end. Gold Coast, I thought they played pretty well. Very well, yeah. This is the type of game where years gone past the Gold Coast Suns well, were just up. laid. They, they were up, laid, laid over, crawled to their yeah. to their grave slowly, um, and and got belted by a hundred points. Adelaide style, yeah. Uh, so to their credit, yeah, given given what happened in the game, um, yeah, they were valiant, look, and really good signs that they that they put up a fight right right throughout. It was all, I mean, going to Geelong's always hard to 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 play and win anyway, but to come up against a team that was celebrating uh, two all time greats in milestone games, yeah. um, the Cats were always going to get up. I mean, Hawkins played his best game for the season. Yeah, Ablett's um, goal was great. Like it, it was a very Geelong he, highlight. He's just was the best of tape. Fifty-five meters out at the end of the game, and he's like four hundred and ten years old now, at and, least, and clears it 
Pie it's, country. He probably kicked at 65. Yeah. Still at 60, not, not 60 bad. 65 not, metres. Not yeah. bad for a guy who's about 160 centimetres tall. Yeah, he's so got little legs too. Little legs. It works. <laughs> um, no, look, great. Yeah, I, I thought even without Raoul, they were up at one mm. point. They were up. I don't know if they were up in the third quarter, but they were definitely up in the second, late in the second. Yeah. And so still look, playing their brand of football, they didn't, they didn't go no, into no, their shell it, and, well, and try. It's not just Raoul. Their depth is is yeah. really impressive, Absolutely. Across, as we've been saying for weeks now. He's just ridiculous as a player. Well, individ- individual what we, player. So what do we think about that? So it was announced this morning that he, they're going to have surgery. surgery. Um, it's just not worth pushing it. And obviously in a year like this where – so I was actually – someone said to me, do you reckon they'll rush him back? And I said, look, it's not worth it because – Suns are only, they'll make like this year you probably need about nine wins to get into finals. Mm. And I think, you know, even if they got to six or seven and they were getting close towards the back end of the season, it's not worth it. Come back next year, another preseason into King, get these guys, you know, up and bat. Um, there's definitely other benefits to, to waiting. I don't, oh, and then they can make a real tilt at it next year. Well, if he, okay, put it this way, if he continues to have an upward projection yeah. throughout the year, then other players don't develop at the same rate. They yeah. all of a sudden it's just natural to go, Oh, we've got this gun, we don't need to lift. They're yeah. better off becoming um more adept at playing against obviously seasoned veterans, um yeah. and, and some of the guns and learning how to get from where they are now to that next level. Yeah. We already know Rouse there. So as long as the surgery goes well, rehab goes well and everything like that, he can get a proper AFL preseason into it, um, and obviously be right to go next year. I don't think he's going to lose anything from not playing for the rest of the year. Yeah, he, he was ready to go, which most oh, juniors aren't. Yeah, so essentially, 60 percent of his draft class are only going to play their first games next year anyway. Yeah. So it's only going to be obviously his teammate um, and a couple of the other uh, top teners, maybe some top twenty players yeah. um, that get. A real exposure to the AFL this year, so a good call. It's a call I would I'd be pushing. They shouldn't push him back. It's not worth no point. it. Yeah, they're not. It's not like they're. He's got a huge career ahead of himself. He'll play two, three hundred games. Yeah, it'd be for different sure. if they played finals the last two years and oh, progressively got better. No, a top flag. four yeah. and touted as a top four contender. Then it's a completely different story. Right now, if they play finals, not only that's like awesome. This. Yeah. Um, if they don't, no biggie. Yeah, and I think he he'll come back better than ever. Um. Yeah, super, yeah. super detailing. He's already at professional standards, which is absurd. Bat, which is just <laughs> sickening. Like, uh, it, to, to be a Brownlow favourite, it took the air out of it though. Like because I, oh, I watched absolutely. it live. Um, yeah, I saw I saw bits of every game, but I saw this one from start to finish, and yeah, it was pretty average to watch. Like it was one of those just a long list of rat things that have happened in 2020. It was just like mm. kidding. Like this was like one of the beacons of the AFL. It was the shiny, the shiny one, one of the Pretty much, yeah, yeah, the most exciting about the sport. And like he'd completely turned this club around almost on his own back. It was so exciting. Anyway, anyway it, it sucks. It is but like, shitty. yeah, I think it, he, he he's too good for this year. Let's, yeah. let's, let's look at him next year. Um, makes, Doc, the, makes the uh, rising star. Well, a lot of people I, I have said, yeah. well, we can talk about that. A lot of people have said, no, reckon he can win it after it. a few games. Like pr- probably not. But No, he won't. They they won't. Acar, you got to they was eight eight or nine games because someone there was someone a couple of years ago, and the same thing like played an awesome brilliant back end, but it was only six games. So they went, we can't give it to someone who's only played six games compared to these other three or four that have played fifteen or sixteen well, or eighteen games. We hadn't really spoken about the rising star because it was very clear. We spoke a bit about it off 
air that it seemed like there's no way anyone would win it outside of rally. No. He's going to win it by um, by a long, long Flemington straight. But let's maybe we in in the week off before we come back next week, um, we can have a look, look at, at some the of the youngsters mm. and see roughly who we think might be a bit of a chance. Oh, Noah Anderson, his teammate. Pro- pro- probably, me, yeah. I, think I, he's... I, I was going to say but there that, are a couple others. We'll go back yeah. and have a look and see whether to give the um, the listeners and viewers a I'd couple of ideas become, of who we think could... Yeah, definitely more open now. post route. Well, yeah, he was... So, he would If you the votes now, he, he'd be, yeah, he'd be way in front. Yeah. Um, let's keep so, moving. So, Doggies North, uh, 87 to 38. 49 points, like, it was really... What do you take out of this game? Like, Yeah, disappointing, I mean. Uh, they've, they've built up a really good rivalry, uh, played a lot of close games of recent seasons, yeah. and it looked like it was going to be that way, even without Z-Ball, um, until we saw Ben Cunnington move or not move. And then it was like, Look. oh... <laughs> North, what have you done? I mean, to Reshaw's credit, he has come out and said it was a mistake, which really well done that he did that. But yep. I mean, it it was. It's one of those things of that if you've got a mature age player that you know this great champion mature age player that's you know saying oh, well, he is a great player and he says oh, I can play. I don't really coach. I can play. Yeah. Man, he, he he looked he looked he like, wouldn't have he wouldn't have got picked up to play no. in the Nanagoon thirds. <laughs> Seriously, he, looked, he, looked he did look horrendous. He yeah. looked Ooh, way. You're going with the Bruce call. Yeah, he he did not look match fit at all. He, well, did you hear their comments about Jake Stringer in the commentary? They said that he was. Well, they didn't say he was Boomba, but they said he was a little bit, a little bit tub. Yeah, but I understand why Jake Stringer has done that. He wants to be like Stevie J. Oh, okay. Just a little bit more girth, harder to tackle. <laughs> girth. But you look at look at the bursts no, out yeah, of the side. He he could still run, and obviously he kicked three goals, so he yeah. looked great. Um, no, Cunnington just did. But he looked exhausted. Looked as well. exhausted. He looked lethargic. Yeah, didn't, yeah. didn't chase, which you know, like he he is, did look in great condition. And no, I don't think that's he looks great yeah. in great condition for a commentator. Well, everyone's saying this week it's been and a bit that's of no a bad point go of contention. At him. He's probably he was he probably thought in himself he was good to go. Got the okay from oh, the dogs and all that type of stuff. But it's blah, like blah, Phil blah. Davis in the grand final last year. He thought he was ready to go and he was awful. Yeah. So are we he saying was three that, paces off all day. So what are we saying about AFL players here? They're all. They don't listen. If don't just because too many they're a great. To the head or too many drugs. No, but just because they. I think the takeaway is honestly is just because they're a great player does, does not mean, mean that you you believe them. Yeah, absolutely. Because they've they've got this you know the, the psyche of winning. And not everybody's Michael Jordan that can pull it out of nowhere in a flu game. Like that, no, honestly, yeah, like, that's, that's true. the thing. People like him, and that, that very rare, rare. selection yeah, of people play that with could do that. Ribs and yeah, but that, that's that's there's not many not, people that could psychos. There's not many psychos that could do that. Like complete lunatics. Yeah, absolutely. And so and it was a terrible anyway. We, we, but it was a horrible idea. But it was. I don't. And yeah, yeah. And obviously, if they had their time back, they were, don't pick in. They put someone else in there. Probably be a little bit more competitive because they essentially didn't yeah. have a midfielder then, and they had to put him up forward, and he didn't look even comfortable at full forward. Yeah, you know what do you have to do as a full forward? Just as a Run side note, twenty meters, no, uh, yeah. kick goal. Well, you'd think, yeah, but look, as a side note, I don't think it's for people that are commentating on sport. Like I'm not talking about Channel Seven, but just talking about sport. I personally don't think it's a like if we sat down and we were like, oh, he's fat. That's just there's no like. There's no, it's like a bad insult. There's not really anything behind it. It's a bit bland, and like mm. you don't really come out with an intelligent comment. But if you're like, oh, 
that player doesn't really look up to the, st- the fitness standards of AFL. I don't think, like, we're not, I don't think, because they said, I was saying essentially that about Stringer, the seven commentary team. And I don't know if that's fat shaming, but it was, that's what's been suggested this week is that, oh, can you say that anymore? And it's like, well, they didn't really, like, I don't, I don't remember the exact comments, but I don't think that they were like, oh, he's fat and he's really overweight. No. But I think your comment, what you were saying, I think is fair enough. We're commentating on a professional sport. sport. And if they're not up to the standard, one isn't, just look, as a general it comment. Look fit. I mean, no, and that's not, what, yeah. and not, don't get me wrong, not every player is going to look like um, Bailey Smith from the Doggies. They're not all ripped. Yeah. Tony Lockett, greatest full forward all the time, was not well, ripped. That's what I, I made that comment, actually, big, watching it live. Big, man. Yeah. Uh, Ablett Senior, actually, yeah. Dunster, all of them, they're all... Oh, Dunster was a little bit better, but I know what you mean, but, yeah. Oh, I mean, no, he's... Paul Chief. Chief. Yeah, he's the Chief, and he, he was called a few things back in the day by Paul his Chief. teammates. Um but again, if you can play your position, yeah. then it doesn't matter. No, we, I, yeah, I get Cunnington that. obviously didn't come out because he's not he's not a super lean guy. He's, no. he's a stocky, but he just looked unconditioned yeah. for the rigors at AFL, and it showed. And he, he'll be the first to admit that he probably wasn't up to it. But um, Goldstein was really good. But aside oh, aside from that, yeah, he he was excellent. But I, I wasn't really yeah. outside of him. I wasn't really was, impressed. I've forgotten his name. Young forward uh, for North Melbourne. He was really good last week as well. Um, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've forgotten his name. It's good. Yeah. It, it, it'll come back to me um, probably next week. But he was very, very good. Outside of lockdown. Well, he's just a really good um, set shot kick. Yeah. Um, very straight, um, follows uh, his process, unlike Ben Brown. Ben Brown is ben Brown. looking like he's void of any confidence. Oh, he looks shot to bits. Um, um, but we probably should do what we normally do and talk about the winners because they were pretty good. I know, I know. It's hard because North were pretty awful. But yeah. Old Mate English, our man, he was probably best on ground for the dogs. He was great. He was really good. Love English. Yeah, unfortunately, He's been better. yeah. Unfortunately, there was a guy up four that kicked six straight. I know, but Ken Bruce went mad. But Ken Bruce had no. He won't do no it again. For the rest, he won't do it again for the rest. of He the year was either. very poorly defended. It wasn't. I know. Oh, yeah. I know. And he got it. He got it on a no, silver plate. Yeah, got it. Looked like he got it on a silver plate. He did. Yeah. yeah. No. But, um. Yeah. No, English hope, is yeah. becoming uh, more and more um, elite, or towards elite ruck. Um, as the season goes on, he's obviously got the physical presence now, understands the craft. He's only going to get better, especially yeah. the more – when you look 12 months ago or whatever, however long it was when these two teams last met, like Goldie owned him, like owned him big time. Um, yeah. And obviously Goldie was always going to win the, the hitouts, but the hitouts to advantage were exactly the same. Um, and I think English had – more possessions, but Goldie had the two goals. So you'd say Goldie probably statistically was better, but I think English had more of an influence on his team yeah. and the overall outcome. Good game. Yeah. Uh, if you're a dog supporter, you enjoyed it. I, yeah, it wasn't a very even game. But again, this is frustrating of, to watch North Melbourne yeah. um, do what they did last week and then come out and start the same way. I thought this would be closer. This I didn't this really go. To, close, I thought yeah. this was going to be a much tighter game. Which, especially, speaking of the next game as well, especially when the dogs yeah. lost a couple of plays as well. I um, thought it would be evened out. No, no. Um, and um, uh, uh, no, we on air. Oh, I can't remember his name now. <laughs> Um, Eastern Wood was really, really oh, mate, very, yeah. very He's, good. Oh, he, amazing marking ability. He's very, very impressive. Especially when he times it. Well, wow. there was a couple of times he went up for Mark of the Year. And <laughs> I don't know if he's, he's <laughs> just no not here. had the aerial leap for no, Mark of the Year. No, so, but yeah, good win by the Doggies, and they're going to be hard to beat this year, I reckon. 
Yeah. Um, Brisbane Port. This I thought was going to be game of the year. It wasn't. Um, it was you know the first versus third. Two very good teams. It seemed great on paper, but I mean, yeah. Boak was excellent in the centre, but I think his midfielders do need to take a bit of a mm-hmm. look at themselves. I thought the Port mid was very poor um, through seconds of the game. Look, it was an okay wake game up, to watch, up, but Brisbane. Look, Brisbane were playing lights out football. I get that, but at mm. the same, and they were amazing, and we'll get into that. But at the same time, I mean, Port were disappointing. Yeah, I mean, Port have basically been, up been up, all yeah. year, and they come up against. I mean. You can't argue that Brisbane aren't a legitimate uh, premiership chance now. Uh, Who's arguing this. that? Yeah. No, no, I said nobody is, but you can't. No, you no. just you, you can't, can't now. It's all. It's, They're it's the all good to be. We're going to play so much football in Queensland. They How, have to be. They've, yeah, they've got to be the favourite. Yeah, absolutely agree. Uh, they've got no weakness on any lines. No, uh, really balanced. And they're only going to get better. And they're finding multiple avenues to go. That was the only. Neil will probably concern. win the Brownlow. They're gonna they're gonna mm. win a heap of accolades this year. Yeah, yeah. Charlie Murphy will probably get uh, Charlie Murphy. Coleman. He died. Ah, oh. that was sad. Um, no, I know you, man. Yeah, yeah. Charlie. Oh, so he wins goal of the year. Neil wins. Uh, oh, he'll win the, the year, he'll sorry. win the Coleman as well. He might actually. Oh, maybe not. No, I think Dick, I think Charlie Dixon will win the Coleman this year. He's already in front, and he'll kick a heap. He'll, he'll, I think he'll win goal the, uh, mark of the year. Uh, Coleman. Coleman. <laughs> <Does that matter? laughs> he'll win something. He'll win something. He gets a medal um, for being big. For um, being the most bearded man in the world. Large NFL. man. Um, so, anyway, but look, do we want to get into Brisbane? I mean, oh, wow. Like, we, I mean, we could spend... It, it's, we're going to do this every week. It's going to be like... It is. For me, it'll feel... Like bagging St Kilda or Carlton for the last two years. <laughs> I think. Look, one thing I will say is they've got so many options now that it's be, they've become so deep that even like McCarthy, like is is Geelong should not have let him go. He's a great player now. Like this is the thing. Like they've got. That's the thing I would say. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna sit around and go. Oh, this was great. This was great because it happens every week no. basically. But that. You know, we always bang on about Harris Andrews too. So go back and listen yeah, to it. Hugh but McCluggage, yeah, Hugh McCluggage. We go on, we do that every week. But I, yeah, I McCarthy was really impressive, and that's the thing. Some of these guys that were role players in and out of the side at previous clubs, he comes in, and now he's he's fantastic. And he was great last yeah. year too. But yeah, really impressive. Um, tackle pressure from the lines, obviously fantastic as well. They've got such a great balance of offense and defense. Um, Fast. Port just didn't capitalise in the first. They also kicked themselves out of it. So if you didn't see this game, they kicked seven points in the first. So yeah, very <laughs> hard. It's not and, ideal. And look, in shorter it, game, you guys going to say time. the only consistent consistent thing that we've noticed this season so far is yeah. if you don't take advantage of your opportunities, especially in the first quarter and a half. Yeah, you, it's so hard to make up ground on the team. Yeah, you've got to be thereabouts two, three goals max. Anything after that, like four or five goals. Um, unless you get on a really good run, which I've only seen two games, North yep. Melbourne against Hawthorne, and I can't remember the other one. Or Richmond against Collingwood, yep. where they were five goals behind and almost got back enough. Well, in Richmond's case, they drew, and yep. North were one and a half kicks away from winning. So, The only other big takeaway I want to talk about Brisbane out of this game as well, and it's something I don't think I've mentioned as much, and I was thinking about it when I was watching it, is it's such a luxury and it, it does show that maybe they are a premiership side and I think they probably are. But now that that midfield group at Brisbane has developed the way it's developed, 
being able to, you can't understate how important this is, being able to play Neil properly on the outside now is amazing at stoppages. It's like that moment, it's that light bulb moment for the midfield group, for example, when Dusty was able to start properly playing outside and just, you know, like what Danger does and Fife mm. and these guys can take the ball out. And this is the thing, like, at Frio, Neil was having to be a bit more of that inside player and then outside to five. And I think that was part of – that might have – I don't know. It'd be very interesting to talk to him. I'd, I'd ask him the question because I'd be interested to know, did you want to be more of that outside player? Because he does play outside quite a bit. I'd love to see a breakdown at stoppage of whether he goes more in and out because it feels like he plays more out. Yeah. I haven't looked at the stats. I don't know where you'd have to contact Champion Data probably for that. But looking at it, it feels like optically that's what's going on. And – like that that's such a luxury because it is it is that moment where it's like okay now you've got that ball that can get it out of there so much more efficiently and quickly and can hit the 50 at far better points and it's it's that moment when Richmond got Prestia it then meant okay that works and it means then they can now do that properly yeah. and then it becomes like one of those great midfield um, groups like ironically at the, the Lions in the early 2000s yeah. or um, when they went, you know, Gary Ablett Jr. Geelong at their peak, he was playing outside a lot of the time as well. He'd get protected and play outside. Yeah. So that's and that's and that's not a criticism at all. That's that's what you want him to be doing because of his pace and his intelligence by foot. Yeah, and then so, if, if if he gets really tight, yeah, then yeah. you can ask him ask these types of players to go in, and you know what, we need you to get that ball and get it yeah. as hard as you quickly as you can, and then. Yeah, we'll work something else out for there after that, which obviously worked for John. Exactly. Worked for the Brisbane. Um, but that's why. Team. That's why it was one of those kind of bell light bulb, whatever you want to call mm. it, moments where I was like, I reckon these guys can do it. It was like that. That's something that's so integral to this working. Yeah. And it, you could see it working in real time. Absolutely. Um, next game, so. I reckon there's not much more to take out of that. This was a pretty bad game. Um, Adelaide versus Freo, 34 to 54. I can't say that it's so hilarious how this is the first game that went um, live in prime time on American television and it was the two bottom teams. It was two two teams that hadn't won a game. So this, this seems like a pretty stupid idea. To We're put, really good at showcasing our well, national like, sport to the US market. It seems incredible. Mm. Like we, we, get like a, we finally get a chance and it, we show this busted-ass game. It, it was a pretty bad game. I mean... Like, if you didn't see this game... You didn't miss out on anything. Massive. You, you're a lot yeah, you probably a lot got smarter more, than me. I was going to say, you probably got kept a couple of brain cells. I, I would not. I honestly wouldn't have watched this game. Um, we ended Thought up just staying home for the whole weekend, and we were like, oh, like, all right, I'll watch a bit of it. And, yeah, look, like, I mean, Adelaide were poor through the whole game, if you want to just generally look at them. But at the start, they really did kick themselves out of it. But they had chances, chances to be in front a lot. And they completely screwed it up. They executed really poorly, and Frio Frio really should have won by a lot more, um, given how poor Adelaide were. It was great to see Longmuir get a win. Um, that was impressive. Um, I thought Walters he was tagged out of the game a bit earlier on, and he didn't perform that well. But he was great at the back end. Yeah. Um, but there's really nothing to take out of this game. Adelaide aren't very good, and Frio are okay. At best. Against <laughs> yeah. Adelaide, and they were obviously. And the other thing I thought too is amazing to show um, a live game in the states, and the best player on both of the lists wasn't playing in that five. Like that, you know, one of the most exciting players in the game that you know you'd, you'd want to have playing, yeah, not playing. Seems like a very poor selection, but anyway, very poor who, who was making these decisions? Um, next one, D's Tigers. 
I think this completely went to plan. 79 to 52. Yeah. Again, we tipped this one. The only one, well, I, I think you got nine and I got eight. I went with nah. Hawthorne, you went with Giants. Or which way did we, it doesn't matter. But I, didn't both, get, I didn't get nine. I got eight. I yeah. think the only, one, the only one I got wrong was Hawthorne. Um, no, I tipped Hawthorne. We got that one wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we both got that one wrong. And you must have tipped something else. Oh, there's something else. Doesn't yeah, matter. doesn't matter. Um, I, I think this one went, well, we said Richmond by about three or four goals, yeah. five goals, and it was exactly that. Just, I mean, again, a bit like West Coast. I, I just couldn't envisage um, the Tigers not bouncing back, and Melbourne hadn't been showing really anything for me to suggest that they were going to play a brand of football that could even uh, stand up to Richmond at fifty. And I'm not being, yes, I am, fifty percent of what they're capable of. Melbourne are a deplorable unit. <laughs> Well, oh, I'm sorry. I, I've got a lot to say about that. I'm sorry. Point. When you've got those names and those high picks. Are they that good, though? I mean, that's that's high, high, high draft picks. They're high um, draft picks, yeah, but are they yeah. that good? Well, I'm not More suggesting. More well, maybe. Lots of Wodens <laughs> without Brownlows this time around. Um, a couple of Nahas. Nah apologies to Shane Wodens. No, but I, I know I'm what you're saying. Sorry, yeah. Do you yeah, want to Calibre. start with Richmond and start with the positives and then we can really get the oh. shovel out? Because I, I know you've got a lot and I've got a fair bit too. Yeah, look, great um, win for the Tigers. Unfortunately, uh, massive costs. Can you have a bad win? I reckon you yeah, can. And this, this was is a bad a, win. I said that to someone today. On I was like, of, I, we had a bad win. On because top of it the was, three injuries, two players well, are six staying injuries, at home. Effectively, because yeah. two players aren't, aren't playing Playing Harvard. I'm not. I'm not. At no, all. And, that, and that's fine. That's I'm not the, sitting here saying that dog. He he should forget his wife and his baby. I'm. I, I no, absolutely. I, I think absolutely respectful. Thumbs up. No problems. Yep. Um, Bashahulis just had a child. He's got three kids. I, I think leaving his wife at home with three kids is, seems pretty rat. So I, I completely understand that. Oh. And, um, Absolutely. He's, and I don't have any kids, but I imagine three would be super hectic. And then he, um, Edwards is not going, and he's got one coming in a couple, couple of weeks. weeks. So you can't you can't miss that. And like, we knew right from the get go when we were talking about hubs before the the recommencement of the season. Those two names. Oh, well, I think Basham may even may, may have mentioned it right there. He goes like, I probably won't go into state because of the same reason. And that's he's fair. Not doing. Yeah, that's yeah. fair enough. But um, it, so two syndesmosis. Um, hamstring Hammy. for Cochin, mm. so it's all all bad, really. Um, it's all really quite bad. It's, oh. the, the depth is going to get tested, and I, I kind of wanted to get to a point a bit higher before. The irony we get is like though, this, anyway. it's looking a bit like last year for the Tigs. They were six, and, they were six and seven know, going into yeah. the know, into yeah, yeah. the break, and I think every Richmond supporter. I watched that Adelaide game. May have forgotten for a little bit. So, oh, that's right. And then we didn't lose a game. This could be an omen. It won't happen, though. No. We're not playing at the G. Well, at least there's crowds again. Maybe they'll just pretend they're at the G. Well, they'll they'll get adjusted. Where are you playing, Metricon, or are you playing at the Gabba? Uh, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. You'll get used to one of them and uh, then go, one bang, 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 bang. Literally one week at a time yeah. at the moment. Uh, we oh, look, play be, at the Gabba. Let's be honest. Uh, all the football And then Metricon. We're playing both. All the Victorian club players are going, oh, finally we're out of winter. This is gold. Especially well, the older players. You, you messaged me during the week and said, take me up to the hub. It's too bloody cold. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, I, I Normally my wife and I like to get away this time of year, so it's it's absolutely shit out yeah. not being able to get away this year. It's so yeah, cold. Look, the Tigs did what we've been waiting for. They went back to their fundamental game plan yeah. and they stuck to it. Yeah. They it worked. Win. It was a very Richmond win. <laughs> Everything was hard. normal. It, they stuck to it. Yeah. Um, it worked. Everything that still looks a little bit off. It still looks a little bit bizarro world Richmond. Like nothing 
is exactly well, right. It's not. He looks pretty bad. Like, there's definitely a few cogs that are mm. thankfully. Oh, well, Lynch is hand. That's the other problem too. But he 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 should what, be fine now. He got, won't play this. We've got a Learjet up. Would you reckon? Yeah, that was hilarious. All the photos. <laughs> people are so desperate for stories. It's crazy. Somebody was hiding at Essendon Airport taking pictures. Yeah. Do you do you think that? Would well, you think he'll play? I don't. I don't think he'll play. Don't know. Don't. Honestly, don't don't, not wow. this round. No, no, this round I don't. Uh, you, you're Probably better off keeping him not. as if he's not a hundred percent. Why risk the the roles? Well, Jack's going to start just, marking the ball and doing something. Yeah, about just it. let Jack go back to having the, Number the one paddock. Forward. Yeah, paddock to himself. Get out of my way, you little men. Just get out of my way. Um, no, the Rolls Royce comes out when the Rolls Royce needs to come out in Doesn't Lynch. Happen. Yeah, don't don't need to push it. Um, Prestia was great. Lambert was back. That worked. Um, yeah, he was lively again. He, Higgins' decision making was fantastic. It it just all worked. It was mm, there. Yeah. Um, and do we Bolter? I thought was fantastic as well. He really improved. Which is oh, all, I, I thought everything was, a, was great. I thought that was a good call to bring uh, yeah. Noah Bolter back. Uh, he just well, we need balance, him yeah, balance, at all. Well, that's the thing. Balance, balance, just a team balance, and obviously he's going to be like like a dog at a bone. Go. Oh well, here's my opportunity. I'm going to take it. With both hands, and he did. Obviously, like I'm not sitting around thinking, oh, it's not that bad. But with Nankervis, that that's obviously bad. But I huh. did think yep. I was impressed with Chol. I did think Chol performed really well. Yep. Um, I, I really liked his work around the ground. I thought defensively and offensively, he was really impressive. I I, I think he's he's getting much more used to the structures now, and can, like he obviously didn't set the world on fire, but he he's going to get better. Mm. Um, and I thought he was really impressive, and he's got a real chance now with Nankervis out, absolutely, because he'll effectively almost be well. Yeah, he and Soldo are probably going to be the two. They'll probably choose between he and Soldo as the rucks. Yeah, Soldo will probably just, come back in again. Because we're just told if he's not in the ruck, is he? He's more of a defender. Defender, yeah. Yeah, and he he, he plays that who's, that is, higher pace uh, defender. He's Asprey, quite tall is it as well. Still well Asprey's been injured. Yeah, he didn't play. So he be, didn't play. So, so it'd be yeah, good to have him. Well, if he comes back in, the in Chol probably goes Most out. Of but me, but yeah. if Asprey's not there, it'd be nice to have. That backup ruck I agree. with Soldo as well. Well, because Soldo probably. Well, this is the thing I was just going to say. Soldo can't ruck the whole game, but then he did. He didn't in the you know in the grand final. He was fantastic. So mm. anyway, um, let's get into the the elephant. Oh, uh, this thing that we've been really good at for the last year and a half, um, uh, bagging the shot out of Melbourne. Would you like to start? All right, here's the bat. All right, greaser up. <laughs> I'll just start the timer now. Right. So where do we start? Uh, and where do we finish? May, shit, lever. Shit. Yeah, he Biggest waste great. of money into that club. Wow. And that is not any fault of the admin. That is two players. That's just a going, lot of money, yeah. Just two players going, <laughs> suckers. I'll take that um, underground. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, they, uh, I, I don't know what's going on um, from their leadership group. Obviously, it was um, sounded great. Let's get Gorn, our best player, most. Um, beloved in the media, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and has not worked. They've got so a dysfun- far, yeah. They have got a dysfunctional fo- forward line. It's may terrible. as well not even exist. They might as well just have all their players between the two fifty arcs yeah. and and hope for the best. Because right at the moment they they've got no leading patterns. Uh, even if they did, the mids don't seem to know how to read them and just kick into the most unusual spots. I've never seen it before in <laughs> AFL. It's just constantly there's go, oh, let's kick it there. They'll get to it. Like, it it's, he's over there. Yeah. He's, oh, yeah, I don't get it. It's like everyone's wearing a Melbourne jumper. Well, it is. The problem with it is it's the exact same problem that 
we spoke about over a year ago. So they've won six games since the uh, prelim match against the Eagles in 2018. Six games, that's six. it. Six. Six, yeah. <laughs> um, the biggest problem with Melbourne is still absolutely very, very, very present. It's they massively overplay through the midfield. Now, just going back to what we were talking about with Hill in terms of that overrunning, overplaying. Mm. So playing in that that, that sort of higher um, intensity, playing – and they, there's no dispute they've got lots of intensity. There's no dispute there's talent there, but they play almost in that red zone. They almost play – um, you know, like with high Rev- adrenaline. Revving out to... Yeah, or something like that, essentially. Mm. But then they're not executing. So they don't slow down and then take the time to make the decision. So the decision-making is, is, is... And that's why there's the disconnect. It's not that they need more talent. It's not that they need, you know, a lot of the things that we're often talking about with teams. The clear problem is the, the, the decision-making mm. in that disconnect. So... It's fine if you want to play with that intensity for 70% of the motion. So in terms of when you're gaining possession to when the ball leaves your foot heading inside 50, it's fine to play that for 70% of that time. But then you need to slow down, use that pace to get to a position on the field that's part of your structure, analyze what you're doing, and then make a decision. So often, extremely rash decisions are made. Yeah. And that's consistently the problem. That's why there's the disconnect. It's not that they need to... They, they, it's, not, it's not even... The, and then as a result, the leading patterns, no wonder they're terrible. I feel... I can't... Like, I, and it's funny because obviously we did an interview with Sam Wiedemann. But I mean, like he... You know, like I, I, I would... It would be a very difficult side to be a forward for just generally speaking, being a forward in the Melbourne group would be very, very difficult because you've got a midfield group that consistently overplays the ball or underplays it in terms of their entry. So they either go far too shallow or far too high. Consistently, yep. there's constant disconnect and it's not fitness. So why why get Darren Burgess? Why do all that stuff? That's the thing. It's the same problem. It's, it's decision-making and then as a result, of course, tactics, but at the same time, how can they – and that's why you say, well, how can this keep happening? How can they keep missing these kicks? And obviously there was that ridiculous situation with Oliver turning the ball over. Essentially, he may as well have kicked it directly to a Richmond player. It was so bad at the end of the game. They had two minutes to go. Horrendous decision-making. Decision and I agree that Petra- Melbourne fans will say, what about Petrarca? Yeah, I, I, he has definitely improved a bit, and he looks like he, he's ready to be unleashed and be absolutely in the top ten players in the game. He he is legitimately good. Yep. I'm not sure Oliver's that good because consistently he makes he butchers the ball all the time. There's constant problems. Anyway, so look that that's the biggest problem for me is the decision making is so bad. It's mental. It's not physical, and that's no. the thing. They've got They've the got- ability. They have to work on the mental game. So why why do all these camps and all this you know doing hundred hundreds and all this stuff? Is that going to fix this disconnect? It clearly hasn't, and that's the biggest problem they face. So I don't, I don't know what they're going to do, but that's got to, that, like, it, it, 
it has to change. Otherwise, it's just it's the definition of insanity. It's going to happen again and again and again. It's the same problem with Melbourne. It's been going for so long. It must they must be the most annoying team to barrack for. At least Richmond, almost like when they were ninth and all that stuff, and constantly were missing finals. At least they'd find crazy ways of, of losing. Like it was obviously horrible to watch, but at least it changed year on year. It was like, oh, this year it was ridiculous injuries. Or, oh, this year, you know, we, you know, we, we couldn't kick had goals. a goal after the siren <laughs> and like kicked it in the stand or something. At least it was like crazy. It's a bit of theatrics. Whereas this is just yeah, he's like oh, you know, it just it was more bonkers. We had no hearts out. On the yeah, field. oh, but now it's it's it, watching Melbourne. It's just the same thing over. It's a grind. It yeah. Must be so. It must be so stressful. And, and as you've pointed out very, very eloquently, it's not got anything to do no. with their fitness levels or they're very or, fit or, or their ability to play the game. They can play. It's mental up here. Spend it some is. more time up here. Honestly, so much of it is. It has to be. It has you to can't be. Play. I mean, they've probably kept eighty, almost ninety percent of their playing list that got to that prelim. Yeah. Oh, there's, so there's still plenty of the group there. there and, That's and, a good list. And the aggression at the full Seemingly. tackle, all that type of stuff. Yeah, as you, well, said, you look they, at all- they get it and they just do not want to just calm their boat. No. Just a little bit. They're not more they don't know how to moor into into the into the dock. They just gotta bang straight in. Well, I'm not a data guy, everywhere. right? I'm not really no, into data. Not. And neither of us are. And we don't really use like hardcore stats and data with this podcast. Yeah, we at all. use them to support a, a little something bit. that we might say. No, but it does yeah. get a little bit boring. But at the same time, I get like if you look at the the stats around the way Melbourne play, you cannot dispute their pressure. They constantly do lead in that Last year, and even 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 in eighteen, in the games that they lost in eighteen, when they did make that prelim, they would get crazy amount of inside fifties, just the ball in going there. in there. But but then like nothing, so so little would happen Batman. with it. Anyway, so that that's that's the by far the biggest problem, and they must know it. It's been going on for ages. Like it's we're getting to two years nearly. Like it's been going for so long. So I don't know. They're going to have to hurry up and try and fix it. And it was hilarious that you know I, I'm not meaning this and like a pump us up or anything like that. It was, only, it was only partially, well, not only, but partially because we had him on the show. But on, on the couch and on 360, they were, you know, really pumping up um, the notion of let's get Sam Wiedemann out there. And like I, I when Bailey Frisch is kicking, you know, what he's kicking and, and all this is, you know, McDonald is, is clearly not working out. I know he had that amazing patch of form in 18, but it's clearly not, what they needed to be, you have to give this kid a go. They've re-signed him. I'm not just saying that. I would say it regardless. Yeah, absolutely. we're obviously friends with him, but it's not just that. Like, I, I why? What? At what? What the point fans. do you not try this? And I'm not saying he's going to come in and be Wayne Carey, but like, he, bring him in. But he needs to start playing. Yeah. He, he, if anything, he'll, he'll straighten them up. And yeah, um, most of that midfield know his leading patterns already. So it's going to be a bit more traditional play too. And it might just relieve. Uh, McDonald from getting the best defender, and he might look really good again. Well, at least not double teamed. Yeah. yeah, exactly. When you've got another, because Bailey Frisch is not really that much of a stress. He sprays it most of the time. No, so exactly. I don't, I don't, and and yeah, no anyway. opposition is going to allow someone like Sam Wiedemann, who's shown that he can kick five goals in a big yeah. game, um, the freedom just to roam around. It's they have to give him a go, and yeah. that's the thing. Anyway, but anyway, look, I don't. It, and this is not a personal go at any of the Melbourne players, but it, there, there is clearly a big problem above. And I think at the moment, you can't sack any coaches. I don't think that makes any sense. It's too crazy of a year. It's just not – this is not the year for it. If no. any year that you just put a pass mark 
on a lot of teams, it's probably going to be now. I mean, if Adelaide lose every game from here, then you might be like, well, this is. Well, they did just get him in, so pro- yeah. probably not. Yeah. There's probably no teams that are going to lose a coach. But if this was a normal year, and there was a lot of heat anyway, but if this was a normal year, there would be crazy amount of heat. He'd on be on the, right He'd now. be under the most pressure. Oh, by, by far, easy. I would say pretty much by yeah. far. Absolutely. Um, last game, Giants Hawks, um, eighty-three to forty-nine. Giants went inside fifty a couple of times and scored a shitload of goals. Yeah, very yeah. Very efficient. Uh, we, I mean, we ironically just said we don't talk about stats much, but this is statistically, this is. Match. Um, yeah, you don't generally win games of football when you enter your forward 50 only 25 times. Yes, 25 times they <laughs> scored on 18 of those occasions, 13 of which were goals. That'll win you games. And they kicked 13-5. They were accurate too. Very accurate. So, again, um, Hawthorne, you could say, kicked themselves out of the game. Um, they, they had more clearances, had... Three, I think three, three times the amount of um, inside uh, forward fifties, and I mean, Giants are a really good side. Um, they are. They're a very good side. Uh, outplayed. They outplayed Hawthorne in Hawthorne's manner, like ruthless tackling. Yeah. Um, funnily enough, after Clarko made the comment that tacklers should get paid free kicks, um, uh, that all, all the coaches, uh, coaches, sorry. Yeah, coaches were listening, and um, it. Oh, I don't know. Um, well, the Giants, being, I, I expect the Giants to win. Yeah. Anyway, being up there, uh, they looked very good the week. I thought it'd be good up there recently. That's why I went with them. But yeah. No, we still haven't won. We're the only Victorian side. Sorry, everyone up there. Um, we we can beat them in Canberra. Them in Canberra in snow. Um, it's a good combo for the Hawks. Uh, Fairly nice conditions uh, at Giant Stadium, not so good. Uh, yeah, they like to give us. Oh, we a bit went of a to that hiding. game. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. Got, got it done by about eighty odd points. Um, yeah, look, and I haven't jumped on my team's bandwagon this year. I still think they're um, a mid-range team. They don't seem to have that next level of player that's not in the thirties to replace um, the small forwards. And no, 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 no offense to. Pioppolo, but he's he's been a great servant for the footy, the footy club. I, he just he shouldn't have sprayed that one. He had he had more time. He needed to push the umpire to give him more space to that one in the third quarter. The thing is, as a club, they've started to rebuild and bring in youth. Well, play them then, play them. It didn't. Um, yeah, it didn't help. To be fair, as well, that Scrimshaw and Lewis were injured. They were down too. That that didn't. Yeah, help. I know what you mean. Obviously, didn't but, help, yeah. and um, obviously. Uh, Losing Bruce and, and, and no pattern. All, all these simple, I mean, look at the players that aren't playing for the Giants. Yeah. They, they are just a better team um, on, on paper and on, on field. They, they played a better brand of football. They, they just the Giants. I mean, it was almost perfect football when you think about how many times they went inside the 50 yeah. and scored. Yeah. And that's how that's how you win games of football. You can have yeah. you can have the most hit outs, you can have the most tags, you can have all most of it. it you kick the most goals, you're probably going to win the game. Yeah. So at the end of the day, uh, yeah, look, um, Nick uh, Perryman was very, very good. Uh, Himmelberg was very good. Cameron was very good. Green was good. Um, Haynes. Haynes. Oh, look, Haynes is probably up there with uh, Andrews as the, the two best defenders. I would say Haynes is the best rebounding Defender is just on the edge as well. Yeah, uh, think, not in that level though. Not quite. Mm-hmm. He, he's, he's he's shown last oh the, yeah last week that he, he's got some deficiencies, but that that'll just come with him, his continuing improvement. Um, yeah, yeah. 
and and not not a lot to. I mean, Gunston was pretty good for Hawks up forward. Um, kick three goals. Mitchell and O'Meara serviceable. Yeah, but after that, eh. mixed Hawthorne pressure. I mean, that was the biggest thing for me. Is it really did go up and down, up and down? You need yeah. to hold the um, the foot on the throat a lot more if you're going to beat the Giants up there. Um, and yeah. yeah, Kelly was really good as well. Like, yeah, I mean, they they've got a good side and that's all, yeah. We've ultimately, gone over it all, you, every, all the time. This guys, yeah, you've got to come up knowing that four four quarters of pressure against the Giants on their home deck um, is needed to even get it. An eye in about winning a game yeah. of football. Yeah, absolutely. So that was round five. Uh, choose hops to home for your beer needs. Especially choose now, while you're in Victoria and there's lockdown as of midnight. Uh, what's tomorrow, tomorrow, Wednesday? Well, when you're listening to this, it'll be your midnight. So your midnight, yeah. Make <laughs> sure your midnight, you get, get on, on it now, it. quick. AFL Deep Dive, promo code, lock it in. Log it in. Check out Beyond the Game TV. We will be back for the preview. Absolutely, and for the next six weeks, you'll uh, see us via a Zoom link up. Yeah, back to that again. Back oh, to that look, again. It's, it's fine. And lots of drinking, apparently. Yeah, no more stay, dry July. No, stay, <laughs> stay safe. Um, yeah, and stay don't, as positive don't as you stupid. can. Don't do anything stupid. Call, call out if you need to. Not us. Call someone that's. And if you need to walk naked through Williamstown, don't use a little girl's jacket. It's a bad no, idea. Bad idea. Bad, bad idea. idea. Get, a also, girl, get a male jacket at it's least. It's also like, cliche now. Surely too. Daniel Wills had a jacket you could have used. Yeah. It's a bit strange. A bit strange. See you later. See you guys. Bye-bye.